All right, welcome all to the uh, public record prediction special of the weekly. Um, Cabin Fever, I am here with uh, Joash and Ryuki and Wonder. So if you all want to remind everybody who you are, we can dig in right after that. Yeah, I yeah, guess I I'll go first. first. Uh, Joash Trudeau, Dixie Secretary of State. Ryuki... Henderson, former BC at large representative. Uh, James Wonder, uh, current state assemblyman, former state speaker. Wonderful. Well, thank you all for making the time. We're uh, glad to get you in here. Um, so, obviously, this is the midterms. They've had a little bit of a shakeup in the White House with President Malcolm stepping aside um, and now President Jeb coming in and having his first few days. Obviously, midterms are a bit of a confusing referendum on both of them, even though we only have the one in office. So we'll see how that breaks out and how you guys think um, that might impact different uh, races as we go. So I'm going to skip over the uncontested ones pretty much. I guess I'll mention them in passing, but obviously it's worth just discussing the ones that are contested. So looking at the North, um, Rika is headed to the Senate. He's uncontested. Um, XRT will be back uncontested, Martin Walks uncontested, Stab uncontested. The two races that are actually up for grabs. From GLP, we have current representative Arkenstone versus the LRP candidate Hev. Uh, anybody have any thoughts on the race, how it's gone so far, now that um, polling places are open, what we think might happen? Uh, I guess I'll go ahead first. Uh, I have to say, I think... Um, these races will be uh, pretty unsurprising, um, to say the least. I mean, we've seen from the North in the past that the left has had a quite the stronghold in the North, and I think that'll pass over into this election. Um, and I, I have to say most of these races are either uncontested or up against very strong candidates. So I think, uh, I think it'll be uh, quite open and closed, so to speak. So you're saying pretty confident... Um, Arkenstone victory there? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, no, hold on here. Let's listen here, folks. Josh is already off to spreading radicalism. Let me tell you, let me tell you the facts, the truth here, okay? So, Josh, let me break it down for you. Arkenstone has failed. He is what my people, you know, my good friends classify as epic fail. I don't say that. I just say that occasionally. So anyway, um, we have a great candidate, uh, a fantastic candidate. He gave a beautiful performance in debate. He was strong in campaigning. Arkenstone failed his own judicial nomination, didn't know what was going on. It's like he's been so inactive. He is in like a, a really tough match right now, and you can definitely see him going down. I am very confident in that. That's an interesting factor uh, oh. in this race, the um... – because he was somewhat recently nominated um, for a Northern Supreme Court seat, and that nomination did not go through. So do you think that the um, what appears to be a desire to step away from politics and then jumping back into the race when that effort to get out didn't work um, might have an impact on how voters are looking at this race? Well, I yes, a very big... Oh, okay, you go ahead. Okay, thank you. Uh, I have to say, uh, thank you, Mr. James Wonder. Very tremendous. Uh, if we're looking at his previous um, uh, history, 
Uh, I must say we have to go a little bit farther than his his recent, um, you know, appointment and failure in, in that appointment, um, because we we do know that he has uh, a very long history of serving the people in the north with uh, much dedication and much um, um, uh, much commitment to them as well. So I think that when we look at his previous electability and his record as um, a sitting representative, sitting speaker. I think that that must take into uh, the people of the north must take that into account, uh, given the fact that he has proven himself to once um, once elected be committed to that position. So I shall uh, shall give that off to you, Mr. Wonder. I strongly disagree with Joe Trudeau. Folks, you know Joe Trudeau. So sad. So sad. Anyway, let me tell you the facts. Okay, here are the facts. If you want to claim that argument of him serving for such a long time, look at Puttby. What happened to him? What happened to him? A guy who sounds like a salad beat him, okay? What happened? Look at back at the May LRP sweep. Just look at that. He nearly lost. It had to go to recount because it was that close of an election. So you can claim all about him serving for a long time when for a really long time he just hasn't really done anything. He's been sitting there dormantly being a backbencher. So his electability isn't really his strong suit here. I'd argue it's actually his weakest point because he doesn't have one. All right, we're gonna look at moving on, but Ryuki, I don't think you got a word in edgewise there. Anything to say before we uh, head to the next race? All I have to say is that the last time I counted up Arkenstone, he defeated my candidate, which greatly disappointed me. So I would say keep your eye on his race. Never count him out. All right, we'll leave it with that. Uh, looking next at the second district in the north for the LRP, they fielded um, kind of an old timer in math. And then we had two independents in Natalia and uh, James Order. How do we feel on this? Obviously, um, a couple more storied candidates, um, and Natalia's been in and out in, re in recent elections. So, um, guest analysts, how do we feel? Well, I must say, um, obviously, James Order has had quite the uh, the history, um, the history all over all the states. Uh, to be honest, um, however, when we look at these two candidates, I'd say that they're both um, relative political outcasts, um, kind of on the uh, on the shore there. Uh, Pokonskaya obviously has uh, not the uh, not as much of a comparable record to, to Mr. James Order. But I think it'll be an interesting race, uh, given the fact that these are what I'd call two low-level um, political candidates uh, running for the same office with no opposition from any, well, uh, let's say higher grade candidates. So, um, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see. Yeah. It's mostly a race between the two independents. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Uh, given their given the current debate performance, I'd, I'd say that it's uh, it's looking like uh, well, and uh, especially since the left will have to back one of these two um, two candidates, um, given their past affiliations with the left, uh, it'll be interesting to see which one they choose. Uh, I can't speak for that so far, but uh, it'll be very interesting what the North delegation chooses. I have to disagree. Let me explain why. Josh, so sad. Anyway. So let me tell you a couple facts here. Natalia is a non-starter in this race. Terrible career so far. 
not really getting off the ground. This campaign was bad from the start, bad campaigning, not the strongest debate. And for Jane's order, he can't even choose a breakfast order, yet alone a party. He flip-flops every two days, okay? That man can't make up his mind on anything. I don't know how he even got into politics in the first place, okay? So I think he, the voters are, they're just tired of his inactivity and his failures and then his party switching and over and over. And then you have um, Matt making a return and I think he's gonna win it because he is, he was way stronger in debate, way stronger in campaigning in my opinion. And I think that uh, overall two independents are gonna, two more left-leaning independents are gonna backfire on each other and more cause a vote split than one of them coalescing behind each other. So that's what I think is going to happen. Ryuki, any thoughts? Otherwise, we'll uh, head to your race over in D.C. All right. Um, So like I said, looking at D.C., that wraps up our northern slate. Um, The D.C. at-large seat from the LRP, we have former President Howard Elkridge. Um, The GLP has a rookie in Tabi and uh, our own guest host here, former Congressman Ryuki Henderson, um, making a third-party slash independent bid. Um, Ryuki, we'll start with you on your own race. How, where's your confidence at? Well, it's been a while since I've been involved in politics. Um, my confidence is always the same. You know, I always look at all my races with sort of like optimism, but, you know, I would never try to be too overly confident. Um, as always, Elkridge has, has posed as a formidable challenger, as I expect nothing less. And I would say that the other, my other challenger, the newcomer, Tabby, um, has done rather decent, but um, has mostly just been parroting things that both me and Elkridge have said. So I would say his performance could have been a little bit better. All right, thank you. Uh, Mr. Wonder. Wonder. Okay, so yes, I'm here. I'm here. I'm alive. Good. Um, let's break this down. When you hear the words former president running, that's a first indicator right there. I mean, unless it's a left-wing president, like, um, you know, former president gone, AKA former president Malcolm, uh, Pokism, or um, Barch, really just all the left-wing presidents that have just failed. So if you just ignore that part. But Elkridge, he's had a long and distinguished career in Washington, D.C. That man was mayor of it. He beat um, uh, failed trash. We all know that. So um, I think he is the strongest opponent there. I think he'll have a great shot at winning that seat, and that can be a good pickup from Doma, all right? Because what you're seeing here, as as I speak here tonight, you're gonna be hearing a lot about LRP pickups because that is what we're seeing. We're seeing, even in the North, where Josh talked about the left having a strong, uh, more stronger um, side on the left there. And I don't fully disagree, although there have been moments. So it is possible that you will see several upsets that the LRP will gain back its momentum and continue it's winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, TPR did publish a story today just looking at um, 
potential momentum for the LRP, and of course voting is going on now. We don't have results. That's what we're doing here. But um, considering how small the current LRP caucus is in the House, really any um, foothold would be a gain, but it does seem much more likely um, this has just been a much stronger showing from the right that we've seen in the last few House elections. Uh, Joe Ash, going to you, how are you feeling about this one with your party feeling a newcomer? Well, I have to say uh, my party is always feeling optimistic no matter what the race, uh, just as Ryuki said. Um, however, I do have to say this one will be a, a difficult one to beat, uh, obviously in the very popular former uh, President Elkridge, uh, who's been uh, quite uh, missing on the political speed scene, so to speak, in the, um, in the last month or so, last few months. Um, however, I, I, I still think he will be quite the formidable candidate uh, to beat, uh, just given his uh, track record with the public, um, especially in D.C., where he was uh, formerly a mayor as well as um, uh, served in, as, in the presidency, as I said before. So, yeah, this one will be a, a difficult one for us to, to overcome. Mm -hmm. All right, let's head to Dixie. Um, this is much more competitive than the North, only one... Uh, congressman getting away with a free seat, that is Representative James Brumman. Uh, every other seat is contested. So, taking it from the top in the first district, we have the GLP's candidate, also, as far as I can tell, a newcomer in Flynn, and former Senator Smith for the LRP. Uh, wonder how we feel. We feel the strongest we have felt for retaking that seat in I don't know however long. The left ran a carpetbagger from Jefferson who barely showed up to debate. I don't even know if he campaigned. And Smith right there, who he passionately, he, he reached out to voters across both aisles, which is what he likes to do. He is all for bipartisanship. That's who he is. And along with the large Josh Trudeau fail on the Secretary of State ballot, big fail, large fail, marking him as an independent, which he is running under the LRP. So other than that, he is very strongly likely to win. I think you're going to see a clear pickup for him. And that's going to be one of our, um, I think one of our favorite elections right there, because he's just, what a guy. He's so good. And I think he'll definitely do great in the house serving the people there. All right, Josh, care to disagree? Oh, well, I must say that uh, while there was I'd say a, a poor showing from uh, from Flynn. Uh, it's it's really up to the uh, to the voters of Dixie who, in the past, have shown a resounding uh, approval for for left um, left candidates. And and I'm talking about the uh, the not so distant past, uh, the very um, close past, uh, recently or most recently with the uh, uh, senator, the former senator, uh, the senator that was a. Uh, approved there, um, the left GLP senator, uh, as well as uh, Mr. Malcolm's uh, victory of um, the state of Dixie. So I do think it will be interesting to see, but uh, yeah, we have, to, we have to see how the voters turn out on, uh, on election day. Mm -hmm. uh, looking at District 2, we have current Representative Seeger Purdy for the GLP and Tom Russo running an independent campaign. Uh, Ryuki, how are you feeling on that issue, of, or on that district, if you've taken much of a look? Hello? 
All right, we may have lost Ryuki. Uh, either of you two want to take that? Sure, I'll take it. All right, so uh, terrible failed speaker purdy. I don't think is going to... Well, I think failed speaker purdy is going to win this one. Uh, pretty decent debate, even though they just lied a bunch in their debate. Um, campaign was all right. You know, it got the, it got the point across. So I think from there, you're going to see an easy win right there. For Purdy, uh, I don't. I'm not sure how big the percentage will be, but you never know, actually. So it really depends. But we're definitely going to see a pretty strong room for Purdy. Now, this doesn't indicate anything of LRP momentum decreasing because you're, you know, all over. You're just hearing so many great things about LRP pickups. So you know, Purdy's here is no surprise, and it will remain the same. Mm -hmm. And of course, Russo is not a. LRP candidate, so there really was never a chance for a pickup there. Um, Joash, we're hearing uh, well, high chance yeah. for Mr. Purdy there. Do you agree? Oh, very, very certain that it's uh, that's going to be a GLP hold there. Um, yeah, Mr. Purdy showed up well in debate. He showed up well in campaigning, and out in my mind that he will um, very strong. Okay. Um, District 3, we have Joash's own race versus current Congressman John Grant. Um, one of the few opportunities for the GLP to pick, actually pick up a seat from the right. Um, Joash, just like we did with Ryuki, we'll start with you. How's your confidence? Uh, well, I, I do have to say I think I'm very confident in this race. Uh, I think that we showed up well in debate. Um, uh, Mr. Grant put up a very valiant Fight, I must say, but um, there were some hiccups uh, on his end that I was able to capitalize on. Uh, and other than that, I think, uh, yeah, I think it'll be up to the uh, the voters today on election day. And I, I really think that they will vote overwhelmingly in, uh, in favor of a change there. They are fed up of uh, a sleeping congressman in power, so uh, we hope to change that. Mm -hmm. We had uh, reports. No, no, I think, no, no, hold on, hold on. Let me say, hold on. Sorry, Gavin. Let me say one thing. I think they're. I think they are tired of failures like you. Okay, Josh. Let me tell you the facts. The facts, and then you and the GOP don't like that. It's so sad. So sad. Let me tell you. Okay, you know it's so sad. Anyway, you're gonna lose because you you suck at campaigning. Your debate was just a complete fail. And based on you know your actions recently as Secretary of State and all your past races you've lost when you ran against me and all the others, you're gonna lose. Because you're 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 failing right now. That is all. Thank you. Uh, thank you for your very insightful and uh, very unbiased opinion, Mr. Wonder. Uh, I, I think it is really unbiased because I speak to the facts, only facts. Oh, of course you do. Of course you do. Thank you for opening that. Uh, just to clarify for those who aren't super updating their Twitter, um, there were some reports earlier today of an issue with the Dixie ballot that mislabeled former Senator Smith as an independent candidate, whereas he is actually running under the LRP. And um, that is one of a handful of failures in uh, printing accurate ballots from the Secretary of State's office in Dixie there. Uh, as we said, DX4 is uh, uncontested with Congressman Broman returning. Uh, DX5, we have former Vice President Ian Bellinger versus, for the LRP. Uh, taking on independent uh, current representative Tulsi. Um, we'll take a look at that from the right. So, Wonder, how do we feel? Um, Ian, 
Um, very strong campaign. You know, Tulsi has kind of been a joke in the house, right? He's definitely not going to win it. That I, I'm very confident in. I think the voters have a tough choice to make here. Well, not really a tough choice. It's a very easy choice. Um, so, yeah, I think we're going to definitely see an Ian victory. If Tulsi wins, I'd be surprised because Tulsi has done nothing good in the house and has kind of made himself a laughing stock. But you never know, okay? Tulsi, I thought he was going to be a very reputable um, person. I thought he was going to really try to serve his district well. But I guess he just didn't take it seriously. So then we have former Vice President Ian getting a very strong showing, and that, I think, will be the result. I hope Josh can agree with me, because everything I just said was the facts. Anybody home? Hello, hello. Hmm? Okay. Well, uh, we all I can say is that, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, all I can say is, uh, Mr. Wonder seems to, uh, whenever he says that something is factual, it seems to be rather contrary, um, and ra rather biased, I must You're, say. You were spreading such radical, no, 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 I, I believe it is my turn. anti-true statement. No, 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 I believe it is my turn to be talking. Thank you. you. No, 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 thank you, Mr. Thank you, Mr. Wonder, thank you, thank you. Yes, thank um, you. I must say, I, I must say, you are a tremendous individual. However, when you were on my podcast uh, those many months ago, uh, you did like to uh, throw around many, uh, as one would call, radical statements. Um, so, uh, I think it's up to be seen um, what the voters will uh, think of Mr. Wonder's actions. But uh, I must say, it's been, it's a lot to desire. Do we have any thoughts whatsoever on the race between former Vice President Bellinger and current Congressman Tulsi? Uh, it, I, 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 it's a very contentious race, and I think, uh, you know, working with uh, Mr. Bellinger uh, very closely as um, as uh, President Pro Tempore, I think he's very uh, he's very qualified for the position, and, I, and I'd say the same for. Um, Mr. Tulsi, however, uh, I think it'll be uh, very close when it comes to to the results. Okay. Uh, potential pickup there for the right then. Uh, Ryuki, have you returned to us yet? Just double checking. Still here. Okay. Um, any thoughts on the last couple since we lost you? Nope, not really. I believe that. It'll be an evenly contested race between the former vice president and the current incumbent. All right. With that, let's look at the sixth district between current Congressman Ethan Matthias and former Congressman Bacon. That's uh, GLP versus LRP. Uh, Ryuki, let's start us off. Tremendous performance by former Congressman Bacon. I believe this will be an easy win for the LRP. All right, Josh. Uh, I must say, Mr. Bacon is very, um, very, very qualified. However, uh, our opponent there has put up a, uh, Mr. Ethan Matthias has put up quite the uh, the fight uh, in terms of debate. I was uh, glued to my television set watching that one. So uh, I think that it'll be far more closer than uh, many 
predict. I, I think uh, Ethan has a very strong chance of winning that race, in fact. So, uh, less, it's left to be seen, I guess. All right, Wonder finishes up. Ah, so now we know where you were for the majority of your race. Anyway, I think Bacon is going to... Um, I think he has a strong chance of taking a seat. I consider this one a complete toss-up, in all honesty. I think it's going to be a tight race. A lot of these races are going to be tight. So many tight races, you know? So many. Just, you know, tight and everything, and so many changes, and this and that. Just so wow. So wow. Anyway, I think... Um, Ethan gave a strong showing considering his inactivity. And, you know, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. It'll be very interesting. All right. Some caution there from our Libertarian Republican representative here. Uh, speaking of, in DX7, we have our own uh, James Wonder taking on former Congressman Ethan Coe. Uh, Wonder, how are you feeling? I'll be honest. You know, in every race I've been in, I've always been optimistic. I've always thought I had a good chance. But in this race, I don't know. It, something feels different. I think it might be because of the burrito I ate a few minutes ago or something else like that, but I'm not sure. So, But either way, I think it's going to be a tough race. I knew it was going to be a tough race going into it. There was a strong debate. I'll, Ethan's a very formidable opponent. Um... I certainly enjoyed debating him. I wish he wouldn't lie as much during his debate, but I'm, I don't know how I feel. I can't say I'm optimistic, but I can't say I'm defeated. Josh? Well, I'll certainly comment on this race because, Mr. Wonder, I think uh, you've met your match here with Mr. Coy. Uh, I must say your, your debate performance left much to desire. Uh, Mr. Coy's, on the other hand, um, was pretty on point um, from his side of things. Uh, his campaigning was also pretty um, pretty strong. Uh, however, Mr. Wonder, as always, as per always, your campaign left much to desire. Uh, so I think you'll be I think you'll be searching for a job after this one, Mr. Wonder. But um, well, Joe, unlike you, I I haven't left a job, so. I am, uh, you know, I am a uh, current assemblyman. So well, you certainly won't be in federal government. That 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 is. You will. Uh, you failed in my, my prediction is you correct. Failed. Yeah. You failed. You failed. No, 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 no. I believe you. You, you, you failed pretty bad, Joe. Yeah. All right. No. Let's be real here. Cut both your mics. So anyway, as 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 I was saying, okay, um, no, Joash, I think the debate was even because he lied so much and he failed so much. And mine don't match that, but I didn't lie and fail so much. And the campaign, I'd say, was pretty even because I gave a rousing. I, you, you should have seen all the crowds I went to meet, all the hands, so many people, so so many faces, so many hands. Look at all these, all these hands, so many faces. It's just wow, it's so wow. Good thing I didn't see your face in my debate. I know because okay. I would have beaten you again. Well, that was all kinds of fun. Um. Moving on to our last state over in Jefferson, we have uh, no uncontested races here. Good job, Jefferson. Uh, looking first at the Senate, we have a real contested race here between, pardon me, current Senator Sissman and former judge and former President Bo. Um, Ryuki, give us some thoughts. I believe that this race could go either way. 
Um, Bo definitely has a slight advantage being an independent and not having uh, any controversies really tied to him as of this moment. Um, Sysadmin has unfortunately has to deal with the failure of um, the Malcolm presidency and the disappointment that some constituents may have towards the JLP. This is definitely one to that will be important as um, with if Bo wins, then it will keep the Senate rather tied between the left and the right. Um, but if sysad or it will actually give the right a majority, I should say, my bad. Um, and if sysadmin wins, then it will give the it'll make the Senate rather tied between the left and the right, and it will make uh, the federal elections more interesting. Uh, Joash, and hopefully only Joash. Um, I, I have to say, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Ludacris, sorry, Ludacris, came up with uh, a very good, um, good show today, uh, and I think that he, um, who speaks. <sighs> I, I think I think I didn't get enough coffee today. <laughs> I think I didn't get enough coffee today. Joe, I can't speak all the No, 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 no. I said Mr. Mr. He's such a fail. I'll speak for him. Um, what he meant to say is that Mr. Bo is going to probably win this one because his advent has failed for the past months, you know, and, um, you know, that... Mr. Bo is the strongest candidate in Jefferson. He's always been a strong candidate in every race. That's why he never loses. He always stays winning. So I think he gave an arousing performance in debate with Sysadmin disappearing for the rest of the debate. And then he ran an even stronger campaign. So you're going to definitely see an LRP pick up here. That, that's what Joash, I think, was talking about. We're going we're gonna to give Joash another chance here. The candidates are Sysadmin and Christian Bo. Only yes, yes, yes. Uh, I had a uh, a moment there uh, in which I I guess I didn't have enough coffee this morning. Been uh, been running all over the place. Uh, but uh, I think uh, Mr. Bo made a good showing. However, I think Sasadman might have just uh, beat him by a hair there. Um, it's certainly an ale biter up until the very end. Uh, that debate was another one that I was just glued to. Um, but I must say that uh, I think I think Mr. Sysadmin will come out of this one uh, victorious and hopefully reelected. Uh, that's at least what we're hoping from uh, my party. All right. Well, that was fun. Um, unfortunately, Mr. Henderson had to take off on us, but uh, honestly, these two are mostly doing the arguing anyway, so I think we'll probably survive. Uh, heading to the House races, we have current Speaker Epsilon being fielded by the GLP and an independent candidate, Modicelli. Um, personally, I thought this was a relatively clear-cut race, but either of you two want to make a case for the Indy? No. Right, no. I'll take that as a no. Um, in Jefferson second, we have MP Andrew Lockhart for the LRP taking on independent um, former Governor April. Um, April, wonder- April dropped out. All right, my uh, my docs have not been updated. Consider that a win for Mr. Lockhart. Um, so LRP pick up there. LRP uh, pick up, baby. You know we stay winning. Sorry, say that again. 
We stay winning. No, no, I believe you mean you stay losing. No, 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 Joas. You're the one that keeps on losing. You don't even know the candidates' names. What a failure. I'm going to finish this so myself, so help me God. I am human. Jefferson's third. Former MP Peanut for the GLP. Uh, MP Current MP Coco for the LRP. Wonder and only wonder. Go. Easy, easy pickup for Coco. Peanut was a no-show, was a no-show, was a no-show. Joash, care to disagree? Nope. All right. We're going to call that one a likely pickup. Uh, Jefferson's fourth was the land of independence. We had no party candidates being fielded. And current Congressman Phoenix, uh, MP John Smith, and former MP Gregory Crane all vying for that seat. Um, Josh, what do we think between those three? Uh, you know, I, I hope, uh, I was hoping I'd know what to think, but uh, honestly, as you said, it was the line of independence, and that's truly uh, quite evident there. Um, you know, it's it, it's hard to say, uh, especially since we don't know which candidate will get support from which party. So I think uh, I think all of them have a fairly decent chance, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. All right, Wonder, finish this out. All right, Gregory Crane needs, you know, he's a little bad, okay? That's the nicest way I'll put it. He is not going to win this one. No way. Uh -uh. Phoenix dropped out, and I, I believe he dropped out, and I think John Smith, if it's a race between John Smith and Gregory Crane, it's an interesting choice that the voters have to make, but I think John Smith will take this one. And that'll be another, another in a long line of LRP pickups. We stay. He's not LRP. Well, not LRP, but, you know, Commonwealth. Oh, do you not know your party? Do you not know your own party members? I know my party. You no, no, know. no, I believe you just know anything. You know anything. What a fail. Gentlemen. Uh, in all fairness, and keeping track of whose parties are whose, we had a little mixed up on the ballot to make sure everyone was where they're supposed to be. So let's not judge too much. Um, my own mistake in looking at records now, uh, current Congressman Phoenix did drop out, so... That seat will be a pickup for somebody. Um, and it pretty much leaves the left to likely line up behind Crane, just in opposition to John Smith, so we'll see how that goes. And that's the election, folks. Um, so I think the consensus is, from our discussions here, the LRP will at least see improvements over their current position in the House, which is just two seats. Um, to what extent that improvement will happen really depends on how a lot of these close races break. Um, and obviously, as ballots come in, we're going to keep you guys posted on that. I'd like to thank uh, Joash, Wonder, and in his absence, Ryuki, for dropping by today and helping us out with um, their perspectives from each of their sides on how things look from the different camps. So thank you two for joining us, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next time.